You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, it's Medical Files. Uh, medical Files with uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat uh, joining us, uh, our holistic uh, practitioner, practitioner, and Alhamdulillah, the Ummah of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jamaah. Let me welcome you all with a hearty Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Dr. Azizullah Rawat, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All good, alhamdulillah. No complaints at all. Um, good to be back on the medical files. Marcus Sahaba, just to share the knowledge and experience. And um, to all the wonderful listeners, um, you know, jazakallah khair for all your questions. You know, there's some really brilliant, thought-provoking questions where even sometimes I even have to do some research on no, brilliant indeed, uh, doctor. You know, you're wholesome, you're holistic, and alhamdulillah, the alternative uh, medicine coming to the fore. And, you know, once upon a time, I remember many, many, many years ago, I was talking to this uh, famous guy, Dr. Rajan Kupan. And, uh, you know, I remember him telling me, uh, he says, you know, Shafat, the body has an innate ability of healing itself, and the body will do this and that. And uh, I remember posing this question to him. I said, so tell me why, doctor, why is the body now being compromised if it can heal itself? And in most cases, uh, you know, people are trying to um, self-heal and all. It's not happening. Or is it uh, there is uh, this, um, uh, you know, feeling of impatience that, that has overcome uh, all of us? Because, you know, when you see, uh, notice that the computer has been upgraded from 286 to 486, and, uh, you know, it's gone to Pentium 123, Cosropo, and this, and uh, And we are just, there's a need for speed. And is it uh, that type of psychology that's affecting our ability to heal ourselves because of our impatience or are we being compromised by the type of meals that we're having or the type of food that we have, you know, bringing in GMO and, you know, eating with speed and that we don't masticate our food properly and we end up with a huge indigestion and lots of people you know, looking like they're in a frenzy or in a tizzy. Dr. Azizullah Rawat, how would you respond uh, to that type of questioning? Well, I think firstly, we live in a very fast-paced uh, society. Um, if you look at the lifestyle and uh, you know the way people live and people seek a quick fix at the end of the day, uh, nobody really wants to go through a process because that would mean taking responsibility and accountability for your lifestyle and for your diet. So people would much rather want to find a magic pill that they can pop and keep popping until, you know, they basically become drug addicts where they have every color pill for every day of the week. You have your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it becomes like candy. People become addicted. They become dependent uh, on the system. And they really believe um, that the system is there to help. And they really believe that there's no other alternative uh, to their medical conditions um, because that's what they were being told. And, you know, they trust the doctors, they trust the science uh, in the conventional uh, society. But unfortunately, you know, it is the system itself. The system itself is um, it's a system that that generates money uh, based on person, um, a patient's condition. So the system isn't there to cure you. It's not there to help you. It's there to keep you dependent. It's there to mask your symptoms. Um, And there's no cure uh, at the end of the tunnel. There is no fix. 
Um, but because of this fast-paced lifestyle, you know, it's it's very difficult for people to go through the process. It's very difficult for them, uh, you know, to come out of their uh, nine-to-five cycles to exercise, um, you know, to make time. Um, there's just so many things. And that's why the system is designed that way, where you don't even have time to think. You don't have time to think. You only have time to work, 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 work. And you basically are a consumer slave. And if anyone's... Um, uh, you know, read the book uh, Rockefeller Medicine Men, where they wanted a nation of think, um, a nation of workers, and uh, not a nation of thinkers. Uh, doctor, you know, when you talk to uh, these, uh, okay, the mainstream uh, practitioners, you know who I'm talking about. Those are that uh, belong uh, to uh, these. Uh, uh, you know, the WHO and so forth. And uh, they will tell you, but uh, look at the life expectancy in the West. And uh, they uh, say, you know, it's all because of the pharmaceuticals that we have and the type of, uh, you know, surgery we do and all that. Uh, Westerners have a long lifespan. Then you look at the people in the East, the Indians, they're having their masala, they're having their ghee, they're having whatever and whatever, the jalebis, and they have a long lifespan. And if then you look at the Chinese, I mean, they're living in the, they, they've got a very old population that is uh, basically on health. Forget these uh, medicines or the supplements uh, that uh, they've been uh, given to or they're becoming addicted to. And uh, you know, some people have uh, uh, tablets for breakfast, lunch and supper in the West. And uh, to some extent, uh, we have been captured in uh, other parts of the world and in uh, maybe in our context in South Africa we have the same uh, type of uh, scenario and situation. How would you answer uh, the uh, either side of the spectrum, uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat? I think that the West and Western society and Western civilization is literally a pool of degeneration and decay. Uh, you know, from a social perspective with all the homosexuality and the abortions and the liberalism, you know, to the medical, the chemicals and the drugs, uh, and the food. So if you go into the Eastern countries, a lot of them still follow the traditional ways like the Ayurvedic medicine, uh, the Yunani Tib medicine, um, and so on. Uh, so they live their lives uh, in a more traditional, in a more natural way. Whereas um, let's say the indoctrination is the worst uh, and the most potent in the Western um, countries, including South Africa. Uh, so that's, I think that's primarily the biggest reason is that uh, people in the Eastern countries, um, the system, let's say it's not as uh, compromised uh, to that extent where people are still following to some extent the traditional uh, ways uh, compared uh, to the Western ways and all the chemicals, all the drugs, all the genetically modified uh, things and so on. You know, they'll tell you it's for your convenience. It's because the West is more uh, technologically advanced. But really, it seems that the more so-called um, evolving uh, that, the, that Western countries, including South Africa, are doing, you know, the more that it's making people sick. Um, and it's, it really is a downward spiral, um, so to speak. Now, doctor, you know, you talk about uh, it's a downward spiral, uh, more to speak. And uh, then you find the people in the Mediterranean climate and the Mediterranean, uh, you know, type of food uh, that they eat. Uh, they all look healthy. The skin is flaw flawless. And, you know, they don't uh, they don't age. I think uh, to some extent, uh, the people in Cape Town, uh, you know, they have that type of physiology that the skin stays unwrinkled. 
for a long time. Uh, then, you know, they talk about uh, food. They say food should be eaten as a medicine, not as an entertainment and not to indulge, to bulge. But uh, the type of food, uh, or you look at the Indian uh, cuisine, I mean, you got the elaichi, and then you get the cinnamon sticks, and then you get the ginger, the garlic, and you name the spices that is going into that type of uh, cooking. Uh, I mean, you have it all. You have the green chilies and the masalas. Isn't this a uh, a cleanser? Uh, I mean, that uh, keeps you. Even though they say your char is a good coal fighter. What's your views on that, uh, Doctor Azizullah? Yeah, I think. Uh, if you if you look at our Indian cuisines, a lot of the dishes and the foods, you know, they're filled with so many different herbs. You know, ginger, turmeric, uh, garlic, um, onions, and so many, you know, so many different uh, vegetables, brinjal, and all of these come with its own benefits. Uh, but just unfortunately nowadays, it's not the ingredients so much, but it's the way that people are cooking. Um, that's why if you look at especially the Indian communities in South Africa, you know, we are more prone to diabetes, more prone to heart attacks, we're more prone to diabetes, more prone to obesity. You know, it's really the way uh, also that we're preparing the food, um, the oils that we deep fry in, um, you know, the, the, the type of breads uh, that we're eating, the amount of sugar uh, that we're putting in and so forth. But if we do go back to the traditional ways, uh, which is very difficult considering the fact that a lot of the foods have been compromised, like the wheat uh, is is refined, it's modified, um, the oil is rancid, you know, the sugars um, and so on. So all of it becomes such poison um, that, you know, <laughs> despite the fact that, you know, we use so many herbs and so many beneficial things in our cooking, you know, we're still getting all these uh, sicknesses at the end of the day. A uh, message on the screen, he says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan, uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat. I really like uh, the conversation. Both you guys are holistic and wholesome. Hey, Jazakallah khair for that. He says, I buy a lot of uh, pitted uh, dried fruits. Uh, this is uh, prunes I'm talking about. And I'm uh, so addicted to that, that every time I have a packet a week, I am in tip-top condition. Can there be a side effect for me eating uh, this? And mind you, Dr. Azizullah it cost me an arm and a leg to keep up this habit. <laughs> Doctor, how do you respond there? Yeah, I'm sure it does cost, considering how expensive dried fruit is nowadays. Uh, dried fruits and nuts is very expensive uh, compared to what it was back in the day. Uh, but prunes, prunes is very good as a natural laxative. Uh, so I'm sure the uh, if you are eating it, you are going to be going toilet a lot of times. So you will be detoxing. Uh, your body. Uh, so I'd say that there'd be mostly benefits uh, compared to um, things, uh, th- compared to it being harmful. Um, so prunes is a natural uh, laxative. Uh, so it will send you to the toilet. And then once you go to the toilet, number two, uh, you will be removing all that excessive waste that's in your colon, in your intestines, and so on. So effectively, you'll be conducting your own gut cleanse. And that's probably why you feel so good. Kasim says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat. Uh, they call it aubergines, uh, some call it brinjal, some call it bengan, and uh, some call it eggplant. I was told recently by a very close friend of mine who just uh, happens to be a doctor that it is not good to eat a bengan because it will, uh, it will take long to digest and break up in the system. I've been eating it for so many years now, I had no side effects. Is he... Uh, you see, instilling seeds of doubts in my mind. Doctor? 
Uh, yeah, I think um, there, is, <laughs> there is a bit of a seed of doubt in your mind there. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't have any knowledge of it being difficult yeah. to digest or, you know, in a slow process. At the end of the day, it, it, is, um, it is an eggplant, it is a vegetable, so it would depend on your body. It would depend on your own body. You know, everyone's body is different. Uh, some people's peristalsis, which is the movement of their food from the time they eat it through their esophagus into their stomach. Some people have a slow process. Some people have a fast process. Some people have a slow metabolism, which is a breakdown of those foods. Um, some people have a fast metabolism. Some people have obstructions in their stomach. They lack the acids to digest the food. Some people have obstructions uh, in their gut. Uh, you know, they have a lot of waste buildup or maybe they have a leaky gut. Maybe their gut's not absorbing. Maybe it's not excreting. So there's a lot of, maybe they don't have pepsin, uh, you know, enzymes that digest the food. Um, you know, maybe their salivary glands are not working. So it depends on so many things. Um, but I wouldn't say that the food itself uh, would be difficult to digest. People, when doctor said peristalsis, I, I'm looking at the earthworm there. Check how it's moving. You can check that. That's how your tummy, yeah, yeah, intestine should be moving like that. So it's in t- top shape. On the eggplant, on the brinjal and the bengan, what's your favorite bhajia? Sometimes I enjoy that, but I like the other bhajia with the aloo. Which, which is your favorite, doctor? I just like some bit of dhania in my one, eh? just some coriander. Uh, nothing too fancy. Hmm. And any sauces, nothing. You don't like a chili sauce or a mint sauce or a, you know, a mint chutney with that? Yeah, no, I don't mind at all. Uh, you know, maybe a, a, a green uh, pistachio sauce or mint sauce is also nice. Uh, some peri, uh, peri mayo sauce also. Um, yeah, <laughs> too many sauces to go into. I tell you, people, he talks about too many sauces to go into, do, but make sure you get your information from the right source. No, 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 not S-A-U-C-E, S-O-U-R-C-E, Doc. You know, the sauce is holistic. And from you, Doc. It's all natural. <laughs> yeah, he's a wholesome man, this. Look at this message. He says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Marcus Sahaba. How are you, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan? This is Umar Randri. Uh, my question for Dr. Azizullah Rawat. He says, I've read about his uh, Shilajit, a mountain resin what is it made of and how effective is it in building immunity is it good for children also jazakallah guys i tell you doctor talk to us about this it sounds like a mountain full of goodness yeah so shilajit or salajit as they say in india and pakistan it's basically a mountain resin it's a purified mountain resin uh, so it oozes from the mountains the himalayan mountains the siberian mongolian altai mountains um so quite a few mountains uh, so it oozes from there and then they take that sap they take that resin and that's the shilajit now so you can also get it in capsule form you can get it in powder form which is not as effective as consuming the actual resin. Uh, so the actual resin, most of the time, you might have to uh, import it. Uh, I am importing for patients. Um, uh, it's a very powerful, it's powerful antioxidant. Um, it's very good for fertility. Uh, it's very good for the hormones. It's a hormonal adaptogen. So whatever your hormone requires, it will balance your hormones, uh, whether you're male or female. Um, in terms of male fertility, it's absolutely amazing. Um, for people who are, who are looking to have children, uh, it increases sperm count, sperm motility, mobility, uh, viability, um, and all these processes. It increases testosterone levels uh, also. 
So, uh, so as a man, you'd notice you'd have increased energy, increased metabolism, uh, increased concentration and alertness, uh, and so on. Uh, so Shilajit is a very powerful uh, supplement. Um, yeah, excellent for energy, for the hormones, for fertility, um, and those kind of things. Looking at a message from uh, uh, Fozi Masi, and she says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat. Uh, this doctor is, uh, mashallah, Jazakallah for bringing him uh, so often, uh, Brother Shafat. He adds value to Marcus Sahaba and also salams uh, to our Mufti A.K. Hussein. Uh, I want to know from uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat, uh, we as women, we need to balance our hormones. Can this type of uh, powder help me balance my hormones? Uh, how you uh, respond to Fozi Masi there, doctor? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, as I mentioned, it's a hormonal adaptogen, uh, so it, it will adapt. Uh, so for whatever your body requires, uh, the shilajit will provide that. Um, so in terms of fertility uh, and so on, it's an excellent uh, form of supplement. You know, it's basically this black uh, resin paste um, that comes from the mountains. Um, and, you know, you ob- it doesn't obviously come in any of the South African mountains, so that's why it will need to be uh, imported uh, and just make sure that you find the correct uh, uh, brand uh, for it. A uh, message from uh, Babu Jusub. Uh, he says, Assalamu alaikum. Alhamdulillah, Ba. Allah has uh, blessed me with lots of grandchildren. I want to know if this type of uh, medication can improve uh, memories in my grandchildren so they all can become powerful hufaz. Hey, that's a powerful question there, doctor. Yeah, no, it would definitely uh, help with the cognitive function. Very good for cognitive uh, cognitive function, so concentration, memory, uh, you know, sharpness, alertness, and so on. And then you could also supplement it with omega-3. So omega-3 is also excellent uh, for brain function um, and those kind of things. Even uh, rosemary. Rosemary is very good uh, for concentration and memory also. To have it in a tea form, um, that would be excellent. Sayfullah says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and Dr. Azizullah Rawat. We were once upon a time uh, said, uh, uh, we were told uh, that our immune system has been compromised. And then, you know, the AIDS story came in, and then the COVID story came in, and many other stories of Ebola and this and that and that. But uh, strengthening the immune system, wouldn't that uh, be uh, interfering with nature's way of uh, immunizing us the natural way? That's a good question from Saifullah. How you respond to him, uh, doctor? Yeah, so it would depend how you're actually strengthening your immune system. So if you, uh, you know, if you think that antibiotics um, and those kind of medications are, then then that would actually provide the complete opposite uh, effect. So in terms of strengthening the immune system, because of the lifestyle that we have, you know, we don't really exercise. We don't exercise on a regular basis. We eat very unhealthy foods: the sugars, the oils, the breads. Um, and so on. Uh, so because of that and because of the environment that we live in, all the pollution, all the allergens, um, the genetically modified foods, um, the quality of the air, the quality of the water that we're drinking, chemicals everywhere. Um, so because of that, primarily, you know, we can't just rely on our immune systems. We need to build it up and we need to boost it up. Uh, with vitamins, with minerals, with antioxidants, 
uh, and these kind of supplements in order to combat uh, whatever it is out there. Because at the end of the day, you know, the air poisons you, the water poisons you, the foods that you eat poisons you, the medication that you take poisons you, smoking poisons you, so many different things. Uh, you know, even stress, uh, the stressful lives that we live poisons us also. Uh, so because of this, we need to boost our immune systems, uh, preferably in the natural way. Um, with things like honey, with things like uh, black cumin, the black seed kulunji, um, with things like sea moss uh, and multivitamins like that, just to give us that edge to fight any infection and to prevent us from getting sick. Uh, Merun Masi says, uh, Jazakallah khair uh, once again, uh, Shafat uh, for a powerful program. I want to know from uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat, is uh, this uh, Shilajit so powerful? And how often should I take it? And how does it come? Does it come in a jar? Does it come in sachets? Or how do I buy it if I have to buy it from him? Uh, you must I pay him in dollars or in pounds? Yeah, don't worry. You can pay me in rands. No problem. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do an exchange rate or anything. Um, but uh, basically, it comes in a container. Uh, so the resin paste would come in a container. Uh, you would take about maybe about 250, 500 um, mg uh, a day. Uh, that's about a small, it's like a pea-sized amount. So you uh, dip the stick into the water with that um, pea-sized amount and then you stir it. So basically the water will turn like a goldish color and then you drink the water. So that's basically uh, how you consume it. If, you, if your body is prone to heat, if you have a very hot temperament, then you just need to be careful because uh, shilajit does uh, build up heat in the body. Yeah, but basically it's a resin paste. You take about a pea-sized amount uh, from a stick, you dip it in water, you drink the water, um, and then you're good to go. Tell your doctor you have a knack of uh, getting the listeners uh, flying on all cylinders. You're not flying. Questioning us on all cylinders and, you know, no pressure on us because both Doc and I are cool, calm and collected. Uh, doctor, this one from Bilkis. Uh, Bilkis says, I'm a bar girl, but Alhamdulillah, I love uh, Marcus Sahaba because our Mufti keeps it uh, right there. He's our bar one. <laughs> she says, uh, I want to know if uh, I buy this uh, medicine from uh, the doctor, how long will it last me? Will it last me one year or will it last me three months? Uh, doctor, how long does this uh, you know jar last so the average uh, container would uh, come in about 50 grams of purified resin and that 50 grams would last you it's about 100 servings so 100 servings so basically 100 days or so let's just say three months uh, supply per container uh, so that would basically uh, be it. That's if you're consuming it uh, every day. If you consume it every second day, then it would just last you uh, double that duration. So about six months. So in other words, uh, you, you need to take it uh, only once a day, or if you take it twice a day, then you'll have that thing, uh, doctor. <laughs> yeah, you would have it, but uh, preferably just once a day. Uh, we don't want it to build up uh, too much heat in the body. You know, things like this, things like honey, things like ginger, turmeric, a lot of these um, these um, supplements, they do have a slightly hotter temperament. So you either have a hot temperament or you have a cold temperament when it comes to food, when it comes to medication and so on. So it would depend on a person's body because if you remember the, the humors, so everyone is either hot or cold. Everyone is either moist 
or they dry. Uh, so now you would need to tailor like your diet uh, and the medication that you take uh, based on whether you are hot or dry or cold or moist uh, and so on in order to complement it. Are you talking yin and yang to me or ting and tang, Doc? <laughs> ting and tang. <laughs> hey, tango. I like that ting and tang. I mean, I love these things, sweet, sour thing, the Chinese fruits and so forth. And even the Chinese sweet, you know, that one with the honey and with that uh, pip in the middle, the plum. Mm-hmm. And Have the you tried that, Doc? Hey, you're talking my language, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Dal goes with a fig and a board and a carrot. Mm. We can go for that. Uh, this question here says, Assalamualaikum, uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawad. Uh, can I still have my coffee and tea and my other beverages when I buy uh, your if when I buy your powder, <laughs> Doc? Yeah, you can definitely still have your coffee and your tea um, and your rotis and your ghee and, uh, you know, anything you need to have. Uh, it won't interfere uh, with any of those things. Um, obviously, depending on what you're going to be using it for, uh, depending on your own body temperament uh, and so on, then you just need to assess it uh, from there. This message says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Shafat Ba and uh, Dr. Azizullah. I have a heart problem. You know who I am. I don't want to give my name because everyone will know I got a heart problem. Is uh, this thing good for my heart, doctor? Yeah, so Shiraji has an overall uh, benefit uh, throughout the body, uh, but primarily it's used for the hormones, uh, testosterone, and it's used for fertility, and it's used for energy and metabolism. Uh, So that would be its primary focus. Uh, For the heart, I would suggest, well, number one is exercise. So you need to start exercising uh, to get, because your heart is a muscle, it requires that movement to uh, for blood to flow. And because the blood carries oxygen and transports oxygen, you need that movement uh, for that to occur. Uh, there are other herbs you can take, such as hawthorn berry. So hawthorn berry is excellent uh, for the heart health. You need to supplement yourself with omega-3 uh, and also magnesium uh, supplementation. Uh, and then you would want to avoid uh, consuming foods with too much oil, uh, deep frying foods, um, and so on. Uh, this message here says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is uh, Mariam Aku, and uh, many in our lady circles only talk about anti aging this and anti aging that. But I want to know if uh, this uh, Shilajit uh, is anti aging and uh, can uh, we buy them and will it show that we are young forever? <laughs> Doctor, some uh, very optimistic people here. Go, how you respond to it? Well, I'm not sure it will provide the benefits uh, cosmetically uh, that you are looking for, uh, but it would definitely help on your inside with your organs and systemically uh, and on an underlying level, it would definitely build up uh, your immune system. Uh, So in terms of aging uh, and so on, because it now will provide antioxidants, which will neutralize your free radicals that obviously cause cancer uh, and so on. In that way, it would help with the physiologically. Uh, So physiologically on an an anatomy basis uh, and in terms of your body's homeostasis and processes, it would uh, obviously now um, protect you uh, in that way from the aging of your cells uh, and so on. So more on a systemic uh, internal level uh, would it provide that effect rather than on a superficial um, level, uh, so to speak. Uh, Nazrana says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, 
I'm a, a muallima and I love the show. I really enjoy all the programs on Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, may I ask uh, Dr. Uh, Azizullah Rawat, uh, do you get shilajith in different grades? Because I've been told that uh, you get them in uh, different grades and different prices. Uh, how true is that, uh, Doctor, and how you respond to Nazrana? Yeah, you definitely get it in different grades, uh, different prices, different sizes, different forms, different types. Uh, so you'll get it, uh, as I mentioned, in capsule form, you'll get it in powder form, and then you'll get it in the actual resin form. And nowadays, you can even get it in drop, uh, so like these small drops uh, uh, that you chew on, uh, basically like bubble gum. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways. Obviously, the best, most powerful, potent form and concentrated form is the actual resin, uh, which is also the most expensive form. And most of the time, um, we'll need to get it imported from one of the Asian countries because that's a way it actually grows from those mountains. Nazira Noor says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat. I heard of things like brain fog. Is there such a thing as that? Uh, because I wonder if uh, this medication can clear brain fog. Doc, I never heard of brain fog. I know once while I was on a ship uh, near Baira Port, there was a fog. And, uh, you know, tw- uh, 100 meters away, we couldn't see the next ship. That's the only fog I know about it. Talk to me about this uh, brain fog. Yeah, I think this one is when you have it in your mind. So uh, oh, okay. you know, there's cloudiness. You can't think uh, clearly. There's no clarity of thought. Uh, you're losing concentration. Uh, you know, you're forgetting uh, basic things. Uh, you know, you walk into the room, you forget why you came in. Uh, so those kind of things. Um, Shilaji, excellent for that, for, for the mental alertness, for the sharpness, for the concentration. Um, and as I mentioned, you want to uh, mix it with some omega-3, uh, either in the form of a diet or supplementation, and rosemary. Rosemary tea is very good. Uh, you know, so you take the fresh rosemary herbs, and then you just basically make a tea with it. Uh, very good for concentration and for cognitive function. Doc, I'm already we've been flooded by questions uh, this evening, and Alhamdulillah, really enjoying that. Uh, I hope, yeah, no, 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 Doc and I don't have a brain fog. We can't have it because then, hey, we lose the whole track of the show here. You know, people talk about anti-inflammatory effects and this and that. So if you're taking this type of a, a medication, what are the side effects? Yeah, so uh, if... Uh, As I mentioned, if you do have a hot temperament um, in your body, uh, then consuming it may build up heat in the body. Um, But uh, but because it's uh, basically a natural thing, uh, you know, you won't have to worry about the same side effects that you would get if you are taking chemicals or drugs. Uh, The only issue would be now if you're taking it in conjunction uh, with other chronic uh, medication, uh, you'll just need to see uh, the mechanisms of those pills that you are taking, you just need to make sure that it doesn't interfere uh, with the mechanisms of the shilajit. Um, but that would obviously go with most uh, supplementation. Holistic and conventional don't necessarily go well together. Uh, that's why you would want to slowly wean yourself off the conventional and then slowly move on to natural. Sister Naima from Imsunduzi. I think that is Peter Marisberg, if I'm not mistaken. Doctor can uh, help me there. She says, uh, I want to know if uh, this uh, type of medication can help me lose weight. Uh, Doc? 
Yeah, so because it helps uh, with the metabolism, uh, it would help uh, in that uh, scenario. But uh, primarily, its focus isn't on uh, obesity. It's more on the hormonal testosterone, uh, fertility, uh, you know, um, increasing energy and memory and concentration uh, and so on. Uh, so if it, in terms of weight loss, uh, you would want to do a colon gut cleanse just to reduce that bloating and eliminate any excessive weight in the system. Uh, you would want to start exercising more um, and start sweating and detoxing and losing uh, excessive weight um, that way also. Kulsum says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, what a fantastic conversation going on here. Uh, doctors giving us uh, lots of things uh, to think about. Can I just eat this or does it taste bad? Hey, what's it taste like, Doc? Some people have a very good uh, tolerance <laughs> to bad tasting things. Um, so some people uh-huh. might not have a problem. Uh, some people might definitely have a problem. Uh, but you do mix it in water. So you don't necessarily just take a piece of the uh, resin and then just eat it. So you mix it with some water uh, and then you drink the water. So in a way, you know, if you can just block your nose and just gulp down the glass of water, you should be fine. Uh, this message says, yeah, Brew Chef, what a show. I want to know from the doc, how potent is this thing? Must I buy this thing? There's so many other things in the market, but tell doc to tell me how potent this is. How you respond to us there, doc? Yeah, so if you have low testosterone levels, if you have hormonal imbalance, you know, you're low on energy, you're low on mood, you're low on drive. Uh, you know, a lot of people have low libido uh, in the bedroom uh, and they're taking quick fixes. You know, they're taking, um, you know, <laughs> just your, 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 your quick pills and so on. So this would actually sort out your issue from the inside out. It's definitely the real thing. If you, if you can't, you know, if you're not having children, if there's an issue there, with fertility and so on, it would help uh, restore balance. Uh, the only question is how severe is your condition? Uh, and that would determine how many months you'd actually need to take uh, the supplement. But in terms of the research, the scientific um, research that's there, the PubMed, the National Journal of Medicine, and so on, the evidence is there uh, that it helps increase sperm count, sperm motility, mobility, uh, and regulate the hormones. So it's pro-fertility. Shakira Nanabai says, uh, is it pure, Dr. Azizullah Rawat? And how yes. pure? Yeah. All right, you want yes. to know pure and how pure? pure. <laughs> so it, it is pure. It's a purified uh, form of the resin. Um, in terms of how pure, you would probably have to get some kind of uh, analysis on the resin itself from the brand uh, that you are uh, getting. Uh, so that's why it is important just to be careful, uh, to look at reviews uh, and so on of how people have been taking it and how it has been helping them. For, for that, uh, Doctor, this uh, message just says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm truly enjoying the show. It's a uh, Dawood here. I want to know from our doctor how strong it is and uh, uh, is it okay for uh, me being uh, 75 years old to take it? Uh, doctor, how do you respond to Dawood there? Yeah, so children can take it. Um, children can take it. Uh, elderly people can take it. Uh, so there's no real contraindications uh, there. Uh, but uh, if you are taking other chronic medications, uh, you will just need to basically uh, see, uh, as I mentioned, you know, you don't want it to interfere or you don't want the medication uh, to interfere with this process. Uh, so uh, maybe consult uh, your doctor 
um, about your medication, whether it would have any, uh, or what are the contra, what are the side effects of your medication uh, that you're currently taking, just to know, uh, you know, how would it work with this? But shilajit is a natural antioxidant; is a, it is a natural uh, supplementation. So this by itself isn't just going to, you know, there's no chemicals and um, all those kind of things in it. Uh, so you won't have to worry about that. Anita Noor says, "Assalamu alaikum. I am a big uh, fan of uh, Marcus Sahaba. I really enjoy the program, and your medical show, Brother Shafaat, is uh, one of the best. Uh, Jazakallah khair for that. Please ask uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat, is this a game changer for health? And uh, it's time for the Ummah to grow up with him. <laughs> Doc, how do you uh, respond to Anisa there? <laughs> yeah, no, it is definitely a game changer uh, in terms of uh, people who are looking to conceive. Uh, and so on, people who have hormonal. And, you know, we live in a society where, you know, it's so plain to see um, that how the hormonal imbalance is in society. You know, men are becoming more feminine, women are becoming more masculine. And, you know, as we near the end of times and we're living in the Akhir Zaman, and uh, these are all signs of Qiyamah at the end of the day. So the foods that we eat uh, where estrogen, uh, increase of estrogen in men, uh, and so on, and the genetically modified foods, and the phytoestrogens, and the birth pills, uh, you know, which get going to the water supply, and then we end up drinking that water, uh, you know, the chemicals that lower men's testosterone levels, uh, and anything from household chemicals to the cosmetics that we use, you know, it's it all has an effect on hormones. Uh, so shilajit would be the rejuvenator uh, for your hormones as an adaptogen um, and also to provide that protection uh, for yourself. Farouk says, I'm uh, really enjoying the program, uh, Brother Shafaz, and I, I'm uh, really um, marveling at what I'm hearing. But I hope uh, this is not another, uh, another shot in the dark. Please, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm just thinking aloud. Uh, please uh, uh, allay my fears, uh, Dr. Azizullah. Uh, okay, we will uh, entertain you, Farouk. Uh, doctor, how you respond to him? Yeah, I, I think uh, the brother can just do some research on the actual scientific uh, you know, findings of how they did test um, the shilajit and how they found it to be pro-fertility and how it raised sperm counts uh, and so on on all the volunteers. And that's number one, to see the scientific research. Number two would be to see all the reviews, you know, the thousands and thousands of reviews of people who are taking it and how, you know, they were so lethargic and so fatigued and so iron deficient and how they just, you know, became more energetic, you know, the, in terms of concentration and mental alertness uh, and so on. Uh, so in terms of that, the scientific research, the reviews are out there. Um, and um, at the end of the day, you would never know. So it's definitely worth a try. Uh, and because it is something that's natural, you know, it's not artificial, uh, chemical. It's not, you know, it's not made in a lab. Uh, so it does come uh, from nature, basically. So it is a natural, it's a holistic medication. It is a supplementation and it's definitely worth a try. Amara Saliji says, Assalamu alaikum. I know, doctor, holistic medicine and supplements are all brands that are natural, so we need not to fear it. And these natural remedies definitely have no side effects. I want to know is it good for kids that are having colic, doc? 
Yeah, so kids who are having a uh, colic, uh, you would want to obviously use some natural oils uh, that would help relax them and soothe them um, and so on. And what you do is if it is a baby, if it is a toddler, you would now rub that oil. So rub it into where their belly button area is and then rub it under their feet as well. So it would get absorbed uh, that way. Uh, for things like colic, yeah, I think the oils would be much uh, better. Um, then you rather want to start off with that. And then as they get older, uh, then you would want to, obviously you can supplement them with something like this. Absolutely, doctor. And Alhamdulillah, I'm, uh, I'm sure you're enjoying the program as much as I'm enjoying it because uh, really the listeners are keeping us on our toe and our toes, uh, doctor. Talking about the toes, uh, how important it is. Uh, you know, you spoke about uh, the, uh, the foot, ma- I mean, foot massage and your toes and all this. How important is it for you to massage it and, uh, you know, trimming or clipping the uh, toes, you know, which is a holistic way of trimming the toenails, uh, Doc? <laughs> uh, well, I only know the nail clipper so far. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there are other ways back in the day. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the feet, and there's a reason why it's called, you know, the sole of your feet, uh, because things get absorbed into the soles of your feet. For example, if you have insomnia, you can't sleep at night, you would spray magnesium uh, into the soles of your feet, and that would actually relax you, calm you down. So many testimonials I have of people who have given magnesium uh, the spray, and they spray it into their feet, they rub it in properly, uh, and you know they notice they can sleep, You know they're knocked out. Um, so the soles of your feet, uh, definitely, that's where things get absorbed uh, very well. Uh, into the body. Uh, If you go into reflexology, where different parts of your feet actually represent different organs of your body. Uh, And remember, blood flows up, blood flows down from the top to the bottom. Uh, Some people have cold feet, so meaning there's no circulation going there. Uh, Pins and needles, you know, lack of movement, uh, tingling, you know, bit of a nerve, numbness, you know, uh, nerve conditions and so on. Uh, so usually if something's happening at the bot- uh, on the top, it would affect the bottom uh, and so on. So, you know, your whole body is like a car. It's like a motor vehicle. And if one part is out of balance, then everything is out of, the, uh, is out of balance. No, absolutely, doctor. Looking at this question, says, Assalamu alaikum, the uh, medical files. Uh, question for Dr. A.M. Rawat. Please, uh, may I know, is it suitable to do sunnah cupping whilst pregnant? And can... Uh, uh, I uh, continue cupping till final month. How will it benefit mothers uh, and the fetus? Uh, Jazakallah, anonymous uh, from Hibadin. Just the other day, I had a friend of mine, a young lad, who went and caught a hammerhead shark at Hibadin. Do you fish, doctor? Uh, unfortunately, I don't fish. I probably went fishing once and caught a duck. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going <laughs> to need some more luck. Uh, in that regard, I take it you're a fisherman. I I used to, but uh, now you know, uh, being on uh, different platforms, uh, ninety-two hours, and you can't even uh, think of that fish. But I eat a lot of fish. I go and buy my uh, barracudas, and I uh, get my skin brasses and so forth. I love a fish rose also with a lovely chutney with pumpkin and so forth, uh, doctor. Uh, <laughs> you know, we can go into that. Maybe one day you and I should have a fish roe chutney with some hatha roti, doc. Yeah, no, I'm definitely more of an eater of fish than a catcher of fish. Uh, so, no, definitely. Yeah, we're fishing in the pot, people. Yeah, we're fishing in the pot. <laughs> How you respond to our uh, our brother there about uh, the uh, sunnah cupping? 
Uh, it's a sister, sorry, uh, doctor. Yeah, sunnah cupping, hijama or wet cupping, uh, as it's called, preferably should not be done while you are pregnant, uh, just because you don't know the effect that it's going to have, because everybody's uh, body is different, uh, reactions are different, and so on. Uh, so you'd want to avoid wet cupping uh, and do dry cupping rather. So the dry cupping would help with the blood flow, it would help with circulation. And because the blood transports oxygen and nutrients, it would bring oxygen and nutrients to those areas, just dependent where you do the dry cupping. So dry cupping uh, would be your best fit. Um, and you wouldn't want to risk uh, extracting blood and so on at this uh, important stage you know, that you're in. Well, Alhamdulillah, you know, uh, being on uh, radio and uh, our programs, we got a lot of people in the medical fields, uh, United and the, uh, you know, the Chinese uh, practitioners and uh, the herbalists and all, all listening to us uh, this evening. And I know uh, many of them are pushing through the questions uh, that are coming through. Uh, this question is from Tariq Amla. Yeah, Tariq Amla says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Please advise holistic tips of, uh, to reduce bloating in men and women. What to eat, uh, what not to eat, exercise, and what holistic products uh, to take. Hey, I think Sheila Jits will may do it too. Doctor? <laughs> Yeah, so in terms of bloating, in terms of stomach fat, uh, so basically your gut, uh, your gastrointestinal tract, your colon, your small intestine, your large intestine, you know, it has primarily two functions. One is to absorb the nutrients, to absorb the food that's coming in uh, and the water that's coming in. Uh, and the second function is to excrete, is to eliminate waste. So whatever doesn't get digested, whatever doesn't get absorbed, whatever toxins is in the body needs to get eliminated. So if it doesn't get eliminated, if it doesn't get excreted, it builds up as waste. It builds up as waste in the colon, in the intestine. So you might get lower back pain. You might get constipation. You might get indigestion. You might get bloating. A lot of men have bloating. Men who are very thin, skinny, but they have big bulging stomachs. And that's a sign that you need to cleanse your gut. You need to cleanse your colon. Uh, so basically, you need to take something like a gut cleanse. I normally give patients a gut cleanse, send them to the toilet seven, eight, nine, ten times. Uh, you lose that stomach fat, you lose that bloating. Uh, dependent on how bad it is, would be dependent on how many, uh, how much of a, how many days uh, in the process. Normally people just need one or two days. If it's very bad, maybe three or four days uh, of going to the toilet eliminating all that waste and you'll feel really good afterwards. In terms of uh, foods, uh, what foods not to eat, that would be your breads, your breads, uh, the wheat flour, the gluten, that's going to build up. Uh, that's going to build up. And because our body doesn't have the proper enzymes to digest gluten, some of us are gluten intolerant. Uh, so what happens is that, it, you know, it's undigested. Our body sees it as a foreign substance, can't digest it can't absorb it properly. So what happens? It pulls up and it just lurks in the system because it's not getting broken down properly. So foods that don't get broken down properly, foods that you might be allergic to or intolerant to, that's also going to build up as stomach fat, as bloating. Uh, and another thing is inactive lifestyle, uh, lack of exercise is just going to further worsen that condition. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Shafaat and uh, Dr. Azizullah Rawat. Uh, my query is... Uh, when our children get very bad cough, everyone says, give them honey, give them honey. But honey, I'm sad to say, the honey don't say hello. It don't seem to help at all. Why is this a Jazakallah 
Pari Nani. Please note uh, what are they diluting honey wood? They are robbing us for our money. <laughs> How you respond to uh, Fari Nani there, Doc? Yeah, they're probably giving you maple syrup and they're just calling it honey. Uh, I think that's basically what it is, considering the fact that the honey of today's supermarket honey has so much of sugar, so much of artificial refined sugar. I'm not talking about the natural sugar that's found in um, honey. I'm talking about artificial refined sugar, preservatives, additives. Remember, everything is there to extend shelf life. You know, they pump chemicals into milk to extend the shelf life um, and so on. Uh, so the honey is getting pumped with these additives and preservatives, and it's not really honey anymore. Uh, so you would definitely need to probably pay extra, uh, maybe get it from a local farm or, or organic source of the honey and see if it crystallizes because proper pure raw honey has to crystallize. Uh, so it would become thicker, it would become lighter, uh, and you would notice small white crystals. Uh, like small honeycombs uh, in the honey itself. That's how you know you got proper honey. Uh, if it remains a syrup, then you have maple syrup. Now, doctor, you talk about uh, you know additives and all these things coming through. What happens? You know your fruits uh, when you uh, I mean not your fruits, your vegetables when you're cooking them. When you cook it on high heat, uh, does it get rid of all these uh, preserv- uh, preservatives, uh, doctor? It does get rid of uh, germs and. Uh, Things like, um, uh, you know, um, uh, parasites or pathogens and so on, but it would also uh, deplete the nutrients. Uh, That's why it is best, obviously, to have it in its raw form. Uh, So even when you, like, store something, uh, you know, when you cook something too much, uh, you're depleting its nutrients. Uh, When you store something in a freezer, you're depleting its nutrients. Uh, So try to find a moderate uh, balance also, but uh, vegetables are best uh, consumed in its pure raw form uh, rather than freezing them and taking them out or rather than cooking them or boiling them too much. Assalamu alaikum, uh, people on the medical files. So my question for Dr. A.M. Rawat, how important is it to expel gas from the body? Is acupressure a good idea to release gas? Uh, what harm uh, does a buildup of gas uh, do in the body and what disease can we get when body has too much of gas? Hey, a lot of gassy stories coming here. Hey, what do you do, Doc, from Babu Arbi? Yeah, so uh, acupressure would work. Reflexology would work. Uh, you know, deep tissue manipulation, applying a pressure onto the body's meridian points, acupuncture, uh, and so on. All of this would work. Uh, in helping in that regard. So what happens is a lot of the time when we eat foods like carbs, for example, some of it doesn't get broken down, doesn't get digested properly. And now that undigested, undigested food now enters the stomach, it enters the gut and so on, and it becomes gas. So if you are gassing a lot, it's not the gas that's the problem. It's the undigested food. Why isn't your body breaking down food? How's your metabolism? Uh, Do you have the necessary enzymes uh, to digest that food? How's your gut functioning? Is your gut absorbing uh, the nutrients? Do you have a leaky gut? Do you have holes uh, in your gut? Uh, and so on. So there's a lot of questions uh, that you need to ask yourself. Uh, But like I said, gas itself isn't the problem. The problem is more systemic. So gassing is actually a good thing. You're getting rid of um, whatever negative 
uh, foul stuff is there in the system in the form of air. So you're basically eliminating toxins via air. Uh, so that's gassing is your body's natural part of your natural body's natural detox. Um, and I know um, we spoke about the innate natural ability of our body to heal itself and why that should not be compromised with chemicals and drugs. Uh, so it's like your body has a natural disposition called your fitra. And if you introduce any artificial foreign things into your body, whether it's food, whether it's medication, you are violating your own fitra. Uh, so your body becomes dependent on artificial chemical um, stuff um, and not on actually uh, on what's natural um, and so on. So if you do have a lot of gas, you just need to see what's actually causing it. Perhaps you're intolerant to some foods or there's something going on in your body's processes where your body's not digesting, not absorbing or not breaking down um, effectively. Well, Dr. Azizullah, I, was, I, I got a gut feeling that this was a mashallah show. You know, I really enjoyed the evening. I'm sure you got the same uh, feeling. And uh, your parting words are before I let you go. Yeah, summer, summer, you know, summer is here. Uh, you know, we'd want to uh, I know it's hot out there, you know, you know, good to do some exercise early morning, uh, late evening exercise, you know, detox. Um, and now that it's hot, you know, it's easier to detox. It's easier to sweat. And remember, every time you sweat, you are ridding the body of toxins. Um, you are ridding the body of excessive weight a lot of people exercise you know they do some walking but they don't actually sweat and that's why you're not actually losing weight remember the rule of thumb is you have to sweat in order to detox and you have to detox in order to lose that weight uh, that excessive weight um, and let it come out in the form of sweating you know the ancient romans used to have baths and saunas and that's all they had baths and saunas hydrotherapy and heat therapy uh, in order to heal themselves um, because heat kills germs, you know, water, um, essential part of life that hydrates you, electrolytes, uh, and so on. So exercise, uh, drink a lot of water. Um, you don't want to go into the summer with low electrolytes. Um, and you would want to build up, boost your immune system. Uh, you know, lots of vitamin C, lots of antioxidants, shilajit, um, as we spoke about, uh, really will do the trick also. Um, so I urge everyone uh, to have a good summer. And uh, inshallah, we'll be back uh, in a few weeks' time uh, with another uh, fantastic show. Inshallah, with another gripping episode on uh, Medical Files with Dr. Azizullah Rawat. Uh, doctor, you have a, mashallah, beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for the Isha Azan and inshallah we will continue after that.